I got a big smile on my face. That was the most animated we've had of a guest on the couch here. So, Kendra, thank you for that. That is awesome. So, uh, welcome to the People at Your Service podcast, known as Pays or P-A-Y-S, where we're honored to introduce to you, the audience, an awesome person of service each episode. I'm your host, Steve King. I founded our company, People at Your Service, in 2016, 53 years old. Been blessed over those years to meet incredible people like Kendra Ramirez, and I'm excited to share them with our audience. Uh, Each episode, we're joined live and in person, which is always super fun, especially when they rock out on the couch at the global headquarters of Pays at at, uh, Norwood, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati from our podcast studio known as Grandma's Comfy Couch Room in honor of my saint of a mother-in-law, Peg Ainge. Uh, Peg passed away in August 2021, and, and Kendra and my life, grandmas have been just incredible people of service. Uh, so we just love to meet our guests here to lean into that spirit of service and just kind of the vibe and the jam and things. My my mother-in-law was just an incredible person of service and an incredible grandma to my kids. My mom, an incredible grandma to my kids and, and to my grandmas as well. And, and it, it, my grandmas were awesome. And so, uh, so anyway, so it's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to have you here uh, rocking out on the couch, uh, which is very fun. So welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, I danced us in. Yes, you did dance <laughs> us in. Yes, we were, talked about, we were joking that we needed to clap you in because you walk into our office right into the nest, into all of the people, right? And so mm-hmm. everybody, it's like the welcoming you know, committee at a, at a wedding or the greeting line or whatever here. So you got greeted in, we clapped you in, you I danced us in. Yes, it's very fun. So thank you for, for being here. So uh, just to kind of walk us through as we talked about off uh, air, so the podcast has six segments, five minutes or less. I'll, I'll keep us on time. I'll keep us moving because it's hard because I always joke. I mean, uh, you know, with, with many of the guests, certainly uh, like you, we could sit and talk for a few hours. And so I'll try to keep us moving here. But we'll do an intro, a person of service or people of service, a little getting to know you, speed dating, you in 2022, kind of the things you've got going on. We'll roll the dice and then we'll do our podcast goodbye. So you ready to rock? Yes. Yes. K-Rock. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's awesome. So today on the couch, we've got the one and only uh, Kendra Ramirez, uh, just who has become just an incredible dear friend and inspiration uh, to me, just a motivation and uh, just uh, somebody that I just am always excited to be around. So thank you for being here on the Aww. couch. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, for those of uh, us that are not in Cincinnati, because I think everybody in Cincinnati knows, like we were just going down the list, like, do you know this for... Yes. Do I know this? Yes. I mean, so so for those that are not in Cincinnati that might not know you, would you introduce yourself to the audience here? Absolutely. I grew up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. My yes. family's still there. Yes. And I moved here in 97. Um, it was a job promotion. I didn't know a single soul when I moved here. Yeah. And I cried for three months. Yes. I literally was like, what have I done? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. I didn't mm. have family here. 
And now... But do you know a stranger? Like, you don't, like I don't feel like you've <laughs> never known a stranger here. So, yes. I know, but it was very hard in the beginning because everyone already had their set of friends. Yeah. Um, because as we all know here in Cincinnati, you're yeah. asked, well, what high school yeah, did you right, go to? Right. I'm like, I'm not from here. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> Stop asking that question. Yes. Amen. Understood. <laughs> um, and so it was really hard to just kind of break in, mm. right? Because um, everyone had, you know, a great group of friends. They yeah. didn't need another friend. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really funny because many years later, sitting at dinner with some friends, um, we all kind of went around and looked at the table and we're like, none of us, we all kind of came together. Wow, yeah. None of us, my closest friends, none of us grew up here in Cincinnati. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you've expanded the network now. Yes. Yes. Now you're all Cincinnatians. Oh, yes. Yes. I I love, love, love our community for sure. Um, And and I'm glad I stuck it out because there was, you know, like I said, for three months, I'm like, what have I done? I was really questioning. Wow. You know, could I? Because you're thinking about packing up. Yeah. I was just like, okay. am I going to be able to survive in this? Right? Like, I just, it was just a very lonely, you know, time. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. was, and, and so... You know, Bowling Green, Kentucky. So mm-hmm. you came to kind of the big city. Big city, If you yes. will. I mean, right? Did your family see it that way? I mean, did they? So I've got a lot of family from a rural town called mm-hmm. Pandora, Ohio, which is a really small town. Mm-hmm. And if and when they come to Cincinnati or any city like Cincinnati, they're like, it's really, really a big city for them. Did it feel that way to you and your family um, when you kind of came here or not so much? Yeah, you know, not so much. Okay. I mean, I knew, you know, I knew it was obviously a bigger city than Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I think it's, it is like you're just really kind of focused in your world. Yeah. So I wasn't really focused on the whole city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just focused on, for me at that time, it was just, you know, get up, go to work, come home. Get up, go to work, come Got home. It. Got it. Uh, so, yeah. so, yeah. And so speaking of work, so what do you do for a living? And, and tell us a little bit about your family and things as well. Mm-hmm. So. I'm in a digital marketing agency, which is Kendra Ramirez Digital Agency. Yes. And gosh, I've done this for going on 16 years, yeah. which is crazy to say because <laughs> in the early days, uh, you know, there was a lot of, oh, I'm not really sure that's a good idea for a business. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm you like, got a little question. You uh, got a little pushback. You got a I little, got a, yeah. A, a lot of pushback in the beginning, a yeah. lot of pushback in the beginning. And and what I've learned is that was their own fear. Mm. Um, the business coaches that I was approaching and sharing my story of, hey, I really want to do this digital thing. And they're like, mm, I don't know. I think that's really kind of a, a fad. Yeah. <laughs> How do, so, so tell us a little bit about that. I mean, balance the... Because, in, 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 and I've got the benefit of knowing your story, the audience doesn't, so I want mm-hmm. you to be able to tell your story, of course, but, but how do you balance the, 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 there's this fine line, I always talk about the Goldilocks principle, right? This bed's too hard, mm-hmm. this bed's too mm-hmm. soft, there's something in the middle. You, you went out and you saw counsel, right? Mm-hmm. So you wanted to be coachable, you mm-hmm. wanted to get people's opinions, but at the end of the day, you chose not to choose their opinion. Like, how did you balance that mm-hmm. and know that you needed to move ahead despite somebody saying you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just, I um, knew with every fiber of my being, like this was going to be a big thing. Wow. And um, and the fact that, that I was seeing results with the people that I was working with when I first started and people were willing to pay me for my time yeah. you know, back then. And uh, so just the more conversations I had, the more um, I just felt like I had one more step and one more piece of the puzzle. Mm. And, but that only comes with taking action. Mm. Had I been paralyzed by the, the business coaches that were telling me like, mm, I don't know, I don't think this is, you know, a business. 
um, I was like, well, I'm, what am I going to lose? Right. Like, let's just try it. If it doesn't work out, then I'll, you know, take a job back in corporate. Mm. And, um, you know, so at least just, you know, give it a whirl and see what happens. Okay. Gotcha. And so did you find yourself trying to sell them or convince them or did you just say, I'm just moving ahead. Thank you very much. Did they continue to coach you? How did that all yeah. thing unfold here? Yeah, it was really funny um, because like there were three different people that initially were the ones that I approached and they were the ones that said, no, I just really, really don't think this is a good idea. And um, and so each time I would come back for my coaching session, they would bring other coaches with them okay. and, and they would bring those other coaches with them. So each time I kept coming back, the room kept getting bigger and bigger. And so more people were leaning in out of curiosity. And so even though they were like, mm, I don't know. But like I said, later on in life, I really understood that that was just their own lens that they were looking through, that yeah. they're or their own fear of technology. Yeah. So I want to, so Kendra, I knew this was going to be hard with you. Like, so here we are. So mm -hmm. we're, we're five minutes in. So I, I want to come back to that mm -hmm. if we can. But one of the things I know of you just from being a friend and, and things is you are just this incredibly giving person of service and, and frankly, a light to others, uh, including myself. Hmm. And, and so, so where does that come from for you? We talk about person of service. I talk about my mother-in-law and just grandmas in general. So for you, would you mind sharing about where does your servant heartedness, if I don't know if that's a mm -hmm. word come from here? Yeah. And I, you know, I love the question of, you know, person of service. And for me, it's, you know, people of service. I grew up in a family, you know, like that. So I kind of love that I'm on a grandma's couch right now. Like yes. my grandparents were extremely faithful. And so they walked that out and I got to see it through action. Yeah. And then in my parents, you know, same, same thing. Um, and my mom is one of those that like, she was the queen of networking before networking was like a oh thing. Oh my gosh, no kidding, wow. And, yeah. um, and as a child, it drove me crazy though. Wow. Like everywhere we would go, you know, we'd go somewhere and she had to stop and say hi to everybody. Wow. And as a kid, I'm like, mom, can you just say hi and keep moving? <laughs> like, why do we have to sit here and yes. have a conversation? Yes. And so she's the ultimate, you know, queen of networking wow, and, yeah. and serving. And so I got to just watch that as, even though it was frustrating mm. as a child, we're like, oh God, everywhere we go, everyone knows my mom. <laughs> and it's like, oh God. And now you've become um, your mom. I totally have. And I, and I love it. I it's love awesome, it. Yes. Yeah. I'm, that I'm now so that for my son. You are. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, so now my son's like, Oh mom, can we just say hi and move on? You're, you're, <laughs> I, I would I seriously would love to be walking around with your son and your husband and you. And they're probably like, come on. <laughs> How do you know this 18th person at the grocery store or whatever? Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so I'm sorry. Yeah. So I yes. So so your family certainly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and you talked about people of service, right? So others mm -hmm. are, are there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, you know, so like I said, you know, my, my grandparents and and my parents and just, you know, watching it, it's just like, you know, my, my dad didn't grow up with a lot. He grew up on a farm. He was mm -hmm. one of six kids and yeah. um and so like to watch him just like want to give to those that were less fortunate. Mm -hmm. And and in doing it in a very both of my you know, my whole family in a very humble way in a very quiet way. Mm. There were things that, you know, I've learned later in life of things that he did that we just didn't even know he was oh, doing. Wow. Yeah. And he continues to do, he, you know, my whole family. So it's just, it's just one of those things where it's, you're just so darn grateful to be where you are. Mm. How could you not turn around and want to lift others up? Wow. Yeah. Well, you, and you do that. So mm. you have done that a lot for 
uh, other fellow entrepreneurs, myself and, and many others I know that I've talked with over the years. So as you are that servant-hearted person, how do you... Um, so, so how do you balance a little bit? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you got a lot of requests coming your way. I'm people like me are asking you to come be on podcasts mm-hmm. and things. How, how do you how do you manage through all of that? If I can ask, absolutely. And I'm always honored when I'm asked. Like like, don't be shy. If there's someone out there that you're look up to, aspire to, don't be shy in, mm-hmm. in reaching out. I did yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And I have incredible mentors in my life, and right. it's because I just reached out and, and asked. Yeah. And for me, I have so much more flexibility now because I have the most incredible team. Yeah. And they free me up. Um. So I'm allowed to say yes to a whole lot of things. Mm. And I get asked that a lot. They're like, gosh, everywhere I turn, you're you know, speaking at this or doing that or whatever. Yes. I'm like, because I have so much you know, freedom in, in doing that. And, and really, it's about being present. So I need to be in this moment yeah. and being present. And I can't worry about you know, tomorrow and then six months and three years and on and on. Mm. And the more I lean into that present feeling, you know, the less anxiety I have and the more I start attracting the things that I want in the relationships and clients and team members that I, I want. Mm. And so this specifically this year, I always pick a, a word every year and my word this year is flow. Flow. Okay. Yep. And so flow to me is really spirit led flow. Mm. Where am I being led today? And allowing that to happen and setting with it and not feeling this um, pressure of hustle and grinding i did that in my early career mm. and and it's just been beautiful to be in that space right now and i'm i know that is um very much just you know a walk of gratitude uh and, and where that is right now so so you do a lot of mindset things mm-hmm. you uh you speak on that a lot you've um uh, facilitated many, many conferences, small groups. I was part of a small group mm-hmm. session that you facilitated and led. And um, so, so help me. I, we talked about this a little bit off air, but you know, I, I think you know for the for the the people that know you, mm-hmm. because a lot of people like sometimes I've got guests, and, and not a lot of the audience is going to know them. The audience knows you in many cases here, and you're very positive and very energetic and very upbeat. And, but it wasn't always that way, right? And mm-hmm. and so share, if you would, maybe a little bit of your story and your journey from that standpoint and how mindset has become such a thing for you. I think that's really important. Yeah, it, and it is. It's so important. And yeah, I haven't always been, you know, this light and cheerful. And um, I really, really struggled with depression about well, 16 years ago or so. Mm. And, you know, uh, yeah, talk about a perfect time to start a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, you know, and because um, I was in the middle of going through a divorce as well. And so I just was in a very dark place for about six years. Mm. And um, and I struggled and I didn't tell a lot of people, you know, about it. You know, um, I struggled very silently and which is very dangerous, you know, place to be. And, and it was just, I was really stuck in my head Mm. and I was really struggling and, and it wasn't until I, you know, hired a a mindset coach to really understand um, how our brains trip us up. Mm. And for me, my inner critic is very loud. I've always been a very hard worker and, uh, and want to, you know, to do well in my life and be able to, you know, turn around and, you know, help others. 
And I needed to help myself in that moment instead of serving in, mm. in that moment. And again, like I said, this was 16 years ago. And so coming from that place of that dark place, and it was a very isolated place to where I am now, like, you know, become overwhelmed with joyful tears mm. because you're like, dang, like, wow, like where I am now. Right. And had we had this conversation 16 years ago, it would have been very, very different. Mm. And so the mindset coach, we're talking a little bit. Of, mm -hmm. So I think the great news is there's been a lot of now open conversation yes. around, yes. you know, what whether it's mental health mm -hmm. or just mindset or just all of that stuff is much, much less taboo, yes. much more open, which is great. And mm -hmm. you are one of the people leading the charge on that. But but share a little bit about a mindset coach and how is that mm -hmm. different from a therapist mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. the other terms might yeah. be here so yeah I mean I'd been um in and out you know I'd seen therapists for different reasons and you know as early as college and um I f it, you know therapy is is incredible I'm not knocking it and I'm just saying for me coaching worked more mm. and um therapy I felt like I was needing to stay in the past okay versus coaching it was where was I going mm. And so I could really understand just, you know, understand how my brain was wired, understand, you know, the things that were kind of tripping me up and um, being able to navigate and feel what I needed to feel, mm. whatever that, you know, was. Yeah. Um, and then and then be able to reframe the, the situation that's happening. OK. And so when I really started understanding kind of that loop that my brain was in from the inner critic of you know, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, you know, whatever the thing is mm. in that loop of being able to rewrite it. And so for me, I never really felt very smart growing up. School was hard for me mm. to the point of I almost didn't even go to college because I was like, I don't know if I can make it right. because I don't learn from a book. Right. And um, but I didn't know that back then. I didn't really understand that. My family, we didn't have money to learn and test and, you know, why. But understanding that I'm more of a kinetic learner. That's why I love technology. You can't right. read a book to learn technology. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, really understanding that. And so taking that framework of understanding where where did that actually come from of not feeling smart? And I knew immediately when he asked me that question, I was like, fifth grade, I had to read out loud and I totally stumbled through the words wow. and the whole class laughed. Wow. And that day I was like, oh, I just, I must not be very smart. Wow. And then, you know, all my friends were like straight A students. And it's not that I was a flunky by any means, sure. but I had to work really hard yeah. at, to be a ABC student. Yeah. Those were really where I was. I wasn't a straight A student. And, um, and so really understanding that. And so writing out the times when I did feel smart. And so when that little voice comes up of, you know, who are you to be doing this? Mm. You're not smart enough to figure this out. Being able to go back and reframe and look at that, like, no, look at all these things I have done where I did feel smart and, you know, really having that proof of evidence. And so, but you, as you've said, you've had some challenges, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You've had a, a, you know, failed marriage mm -hmm. and a failed business and mm -hmm. things. And, and yes. so you've had some things that you've had to continue mm -hmm. to kind of persevere and again on the outside looking in nobody would ever think mm -hmm. i mean you just are just exude positivity mm -hmm. um i mean just all of that stuff so so how help us understand that mindset coach what do you suggest to somebody that's gone through that maybe early mm -hmm. on in their lives in their 20s and their 30s what do you what do you say how do you coach how do you help those people yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, one is awareness, mm. you know, just awareness of what's happening 
And because once we're aware, then we can do something about it. So sometimes we're just not even aware. And um, and not being shameful of just reaching out and telling someone you're struggling, yeah. even if it's a friend, um, you know, or a therapist or a coach or, you know, someone that you admire that, you know, they've experienced something and they've shared their story and, um, you know, reaching out to, to them. And that's one of the things that once I got outside of myself is when the depression started um, you know, becoming less and less because mm. depression feeds off of isolation. It wants you to be isolated. Okay. And so my very first thing that I did was I joined a small group at my church mm. and, um, you know, and so here I am in a room full of strangers at someone's home, yeah. pouring my heart out about what was going on. And that's really where the kind of the darkness started falling away wow. is being with others and being in sense of community. That's how we were designed as human beings. Mm. We weren't designed to do life by ourselves. Yeah. And so if I am, cause you would ask the question if like there are days, I still have days, yeah. right? I'm, I'm not happy 24 seven. No one can be. Right. And you know, there are really, really good days. And there are days where I even still doubt myself yeah. and, you know, and have moments and, and so in those moments, I need to reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm kind of down today. Yeah. And here's the ton of talk track that's happening. Right. Here's what I'm telling myself. Mm. And then being able to talk through it. Because when you're able just to even share, even if it's with a friend, you're, you're releasing the power it has over you. Yeah. It seems like there's something about bringing that to the light, to yes. the surface. Like yes. you are a light for others. But I feel like there's something about just bringing that out of the shadows, out of that kind of just darkness and into the light. Yes. I don't know. Is that... Agreed. I don't want to be overly symbolic or overly no. whatever, but it feels like when you started sharing that with others, strangers, yes. but people that you're just like, I'm just going to share it. Yes. Well, and people just want to be heard and seen. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's very basic. Yeah. People just want to be heard and seen. So if you have um, a dear friend that holds no judgment, but just holds space for you mm. and will allow you to be heard and seen, yeah. sometimes that's just what you needed that day yeah. or that moment. Mm. And so friends of mine know that, you know, uh, even when they call me, the first thing in my mouth is, do you want to be coached right now or you just need me to listen? Yeah. You know, so if you have friends that, you know, reach out to you, just ask, do you want to be coached right now or you just want to be listened yeah. to? Do you want to be heard? Um, and and so that's something that, you know, is, is really helpful because sometimes they do want, you know, help. Like, hey, I, you know, I do want to talk through this. Right. Or, no, I just need to vent right now. I just need to, you know, share what's going on. Yeah, I think it's such a great question, too, because it allows you to understand the role that they need you to play. Correct. Because they might need your coaching and your mm -hmm. advice. And they really want it and are seeking it. And if you're not giving it, they're like, wait a second, come on, you got to give it to me. Mm -hmm. But you're almost looking for that permission to be able to do that, right? Correct. So so to, to tell me the role that you need me to play for you. I'm happy to play whatever that role is, right? So yes. as a friend. All right. So let's talk about you in 2022. You've got some awesome things going, as you always do. But I know you're an author now. Mm -hmm. and, and But it, what's on your heart? It, it could be the book. It could be whatever. What's on your heart for you in 2022? Yeah. And I think, you know, I touched on it earlier about, you know, just kind of being in this flow state, you know, yeah. more of a spirit led flow of, of, you know, what lands in my lap um, and, and or who sometimes yeah. it's a who someone, you know, that's needing something. And sometimes it's nothing that I can provide, but I'm that connector. Right. I'm like, oh, well, you need to go talk to so and so. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, for me, I am, you know, I'm involved with Leader Impact, yeah. um, which, you know, Ron, yeah, and you had Greg course. on the show, oh you gosh, had John on the yeah. show, and they're, yeah. in my, they're in my Leader Impact group. So yeah. I'm in a, a group um, with some incredible people and been doing that, I don't know, two and a half years. And so I'm actually going to start a women's Leader Impact group on June 23rd. That's awesome. They and said, yeah. it's completely free and yeah. it's so incredible. And so I'm just looking forward to walking out that journey, you know, with a group of ladies. Um, and so for me, it's just holding space in mm. that, that, that regard. Yeah. And, um, and I'm again, incredibly grateful of where I am that I can do that. You know, I'm in that position where, you know, I, um, and can do that and not have to worry. You know, I, I, uh, I'm a huge fan of leader impact and, uh, I, I do think that, the free side of things is awesome because there are lots of great groups out mm-hmm. there, but but they can be costly. And and sometimes it almost, because of that cost, sometimes you're like, man, is this, I, I don't know. It just feels sometimes a little conflicting to me, you know, like this is somebody's business or livelihood. So there's a little bit of that client customer feel to it. The leader impact is just, just it is, um, uh, it just allows you to just minister and care mm-hmm. for others and love each other and, and things, which I think is awesome. So, so kudos to you for doing that, for leading that, and uh, I, I'm excited for that. And by the way, I would love for my wife to participate. So we'll nice. talk about that a little yeah, off air. Sure. So that that would be great. So so uh, so that's terrific. So that's in 2022 initiative that you got going on. Uh, is there anything else before we roll the dice that you would like to share? You don't have to, but uh, I mean, you got your book, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Right? So I'd yeah. love to give a shout out to that. If, oh, thank you. Like. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we just you know rolled that out in our first quarter and we did Marketing Fusion, which is a marketing book, marketing strategies for small businesses. Yes. And that was a ton of fun. And then we did um, Micro Shift, which is a mindset book and really helping small shifts to you know unlock the things that we've been talking about today. Yeah. And, and um, I've just been having a lot of fun with those you know books. A lot of people are like, "What? I can't believe you just released <laughs> two books, you know, back yeah. to back." And I'm like, "You know, why not?" Right? And these are and these are collaborations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Correct. these are you've done these with other mm-hmm. people, right? That mm-hmm. have authored other chapters and things. How is that process? I think that's really yeah. interesting. It seems like it's a hot thing right now, or I feel like I'm hearing a lot yeah. about it. That whole collaborative process, how did you find that? Yeah, here? well, I had always wanted to write a book, um, but to write a book, it's, you know, forty to 60,000 words, yes. and it's a huge, daunting task. Yeah. And so friends of mine have a publishing company, and they do a fantastic job. I highly recommend them. Yeah. And so, um, who are they? Can you shout them out? Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, Jody Brandstetter, yes, and Melanie Booer, yeah. which you know both ladies, and yeah. they're just incredible in their team. And so, literally, all I had to do was write my chapter, yes. submit it. They edited it. They put the book together, the design, you know, yeah. all of the elements, and got it submitted. And it was just a fantastic process. And so they made it a no-brainer for me. Mm, like, yeah. yep, sign me up. <laughs> um, and then with Microshift, it was a little different project for them because I'm the one that came up with, you know, the other authors and um, oh, wow. the name of the book and the structure of the book. Yeah. And it was really, you know, something that I wanted to do. And so I just came to them and said, hey, this is really something that, you know, I want to do. Is that okay? It's a different model. And they're like, absolutely. We'll, you know, totally do that. Yeah. So. Um, I'm glad that they, you know, played with me in that, that yeah, regard. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Well, mm-hmm. congrats. I, I look forward to that. I, I think those Jody and, and Melanie, as you just said, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome people. Yes. And so just to hear that model really growing 
and, and because it is daunting, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think we probably all have a book or at least a chapter yes. or two in us that we would love to come out, but to hear that and that format to be able to be there and available to, to, you know, to be accessible, I guess is pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so that's awesome. All right. You ready to roll the yes. dice? Yes. So roll the dice. You roll them in that little cup, see if you can keep them in there. So uh, five. All right. Yeah. So I like this one. I, well, I like all these questions here. So, so a famous person that you really respect and why? Oh, and it was so funny because I'm like, that's the one question I didn't want. <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Oh, but that's how God works, right? Yes. You know, the one thing, you know, yeah. we, you and I were talking yeah. about, you know, when you're putting your spreadsheet together, he's like, yeah, go ahead with your little plans. I got yes. something else planned. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and the reason I struggle with it is just the whole, the word famous person. Yeah, sure. That's, that's the, what, you know, I struggle with is like, no, there's really, there's no one really that um you know why do i respect and and why it's for me it's just the everyday person is the person that lights me up um it's the opportunity to to meet people and hear their stories Mm. like for me it's not about the famous i i'm not that doesn't it's it's just not me it's not my jam right you're very humble um, yeah i just i am more thrilled to meet a random person at line at an event and i just was at an event on friday and i got to meet so many new people and literally just i always i'm that person right i'm going to turn around and talk to you or standing in line and just to hear different people's stories and what they're involved in and that to me is what lights me up. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why I was like, oh man, not this question. <laughs> just cause like, there's just, there's not a quote unquote famous person. And I think, um, I don't know if it was, you know, John or someone that was like, well, hello, like, you know, Jesus, yes, right? Like yes, if you could meet anyone, funny, you know, yeah. it's pretty, you can't get any more famous than that. Yeah, that is famous. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah. um, but no, like my, my joy is just, you know, meeting, meeting new people and hearing their story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, so one of the things we talk about, uh, is that people of service, right? So people of service can be, you know, famous people. They can be these big personalities that have platforms and they do these incredible things or, or, you know, people that are just that lead, right. That are starting, igniting, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's entrepreneurs, building businesses, whatever the case is. And, and acts of service come in, you know, all shapes and sizes, right. So Mm -hmm. they can be these big grand gestures, but they can also be really small. Like you talked about your family, right. Mm -hmm. Your mom just, serving others in the community by mm-hmm. just by just caring by mm-hmm. being relational by being Very. friendly right just by just asking how's it going and not just like pencil whipping it like yeah. just like not caring about how it's going but asking how it's going yeah. and actually caring about how it's going and being re- very relational that way right mm-hmm. and i think those acts of service come in those all shapes and sizes and i think i, I would say the same thing from just this this famous person that you respect, right? It could be somebody that's really big and well-known worldwide, or it can mm-hmm. be somebody that just is sitting on the couch, kind of, you know, having a conversation mm-hmm. and caring and talking about, right? And and just, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. That's like, I, I look at you, you are, you know, I, I know it's famous, right? But reluctantly famous. Like, I mean, you, you have a brand, you have a personality, people know you and you, I think, uh, I have tremendous respect for you because you care and you give back. You serve others and you are the same today as you were 16 years ago when you might have been struggling mm-hmm. and having some of these challenges, right? So I'm going to flip the question or flip the script on you to say I, I really applaud you for, you know, 
with this growth and success, you, I didn't know you 16 years ago, but you strike me as still this humble servant hearted person that wants to really just give back and care for others and not talk about herself. No. So I just you. made you talk about yourself. So sorry about that. I, I, you know, like that's the last thing you wanted. I know, but, but I, but I, but I mean that sincerely. I've really, over these couple of years of getting to know you, I mean, I just have seen that in you. So I just wanted to affirm you because I don't know I that so that probably happens. So oh, so um, appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if uh, others want to get hold of you, they want to. You're very accessible. How can they yeah. access you here? So. It's really easy. It's KendraRamirez.com. Yes. Yeah. So, and and you're also a very good LinkedIn mm-hmm. connector, right? So people can connect with you yes. and follow and share and things as well on LinkedIn. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being here on Grandma's Comfy Couch. Thanks for letting me flip the question on you for a minute. Thanks for being a famous person that I respect and really enjoy and and just uh, genuinely love to be around. So my pleasure, Steve. Thank you so much. You're very welcome.